Oh my god. Ben was like, I have an idea, I'm just gonna do it, and y'all are gonna react to it. And we were like, okay. And honestly, we should. That hit me like bricks, but it should have hit me like the most gentle feather because, duh, why else? What else? <laughs> Oh my god. Cool, 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 I, I cool, it, cool, and that's cool. why I did it like that. Yeah, okay. Thank you for yeah. that. We appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, here on Walker Butt, we're a Walker, Texas Ranger podcast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're going through we're gonna, we're going every through episode. <laughs> this is a little bonus episode where we watch the, the first... The first and possibly last episode of Walker, Texas, <laughs> Wa- not Walker, Texas Ranger, Walker, starring Walker. Jared Padalecki, his first outing post-Supernatural. They made him get a haircut. Yeah, featured uh, on the CW Network. All right, before, before we even get into the episode proper, I want to mm-hmm. ask you guys a question. Hit us. Will you watch any more of the show? If I'm required to by our fans, yes. <laughs> you know what? It, if y'all pay me, I will. If you go to Patreon right now and donate three dollars a month to get access to our LSA, we'll do it. Uh. Um, I would probably watch it again in about three years when the only season is released on Netflix. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Here, well, no, Ben, you answer this question, and then I'll tell you what the thing is. Go on. What was the question? I'm sorry. Are you going to watch any more? It was your question, Ben. I kind of do, but let me tell you why I don't want to watch it again, or watch Mm -hmm. any more of it. If it becomes more readily accessible through literally any other means of watching this goddamn show, because I watched it through the fucking CW app. Oh, a nightmare either, of an app. It, it was yeah. either that or paying for it through Amazon. I The second half of the show just kept stopping every, like I think, three or four minutes to buffer. And then, like throughout the whole goddamn show, like every three to five minutes, I was matched with three to five minutes of fucking advertisements. This show was only like fifty something minutes long. Yeah, yeah. It that... took me two hours to watch this fucking shit. Something similar happened to me because I watched it not through the app but through the CW website, and I didn't have the buffering issue, but I did have the commercial issue, which was like, every commercial break was five fucking minutes long. I literally, I watched it through the app like you did, Ben, and my experience because I was doing it while like, um, I was also like making some meal prep stuff and my experience was literally every five to five minutes going back to the app, pausing it, rewinding it by ten seconds, and then restarting it. Because it just would not play. And I was on Wi-Fi. My phone is has no other issues. It's just the CW app is kind of a nightmare. Um, yeah, CW. Yeah. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Okay, well, you know, so... Well, it's they don't care about their app, probably, because the only CW shows that people actually watch are on Netflix. Correct. Yeah. yeah. There are so many CW shows, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because it's not on Netflix. Like, 
I did not realize that Nancy Drew got a second season until I saw it on the CW app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of other things, too, that I was just like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, okay, are y'all ready for the thing? Yeah, let's get to the thing. Yeah. Let's do the thing. Okay, here it is. TV ratings. Walker premiere scores three-year high for the CW. The loose remake of Walker, Texas Ranger, starring Jared Pilecki, gives the network its biggest debut in several seasons. So, how are we feeling, Supernatural fans? I mean, I feel like it's definitely, those ratings are definitely fueled by Supernatural fans. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it is very obvious that this show is standing on the very long legs of Jared Padalecki. Yes. They've reached some heights. I don't want to know how many people started this episode. I want to know how many people finished it, and I want to know where people stopped watching. I think that's the more interesting stat, and I'm very curious to what the next few episodes' ratings are, or if they'll report them. I want yeah i want to know what's going to happen next episode is there going to be a big drop mm-hmm. um and if there is what does this mean for a potential walker season two basically i mean supernatural <laughs> fans have already kept supernatural on the air i know it's a terrifying sentence walker no, season two it sends a chill i think it's hilarious i'm curious if it gets passed i don't know how many episodes they have planned I'm curious if they get through half of them. Well, I think the way it works, I don't know how it works with shows like this, but I think with some talk shows and stuff, a show has, I think, either six or nine episodes to basically prove its worth mm-hmm. when it comes to ratings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, then the... TV network has to sign a contract. Yeah. Um, and th- this is just me talking out of my ass based off of what I've heard on like a different talk show on a different network. So this may be all bogus for CW. But if it's like basically proving its worth within nine episodes or six episodes even, it will get renewed for the rest of the season and then be looked at to get renewed for a, for a second one. I guess I guess we're going to have to wait and see. The reviews, by the way, not great. Um, I don't know yeah. if y'all have read any reviews. And we'll I, talk about I why in a second. Because yeah. I didn't want to taint myself for this. I, I haven't read any reviews, but I have seen some headlines, and the Rotten Tomatoes score is 33%. Yikes. That's fair. That feels what, generous, to be honest What's the you. Rotten Tomatoes score for Supernatural? Like, for the whole show? The yeah. whole show. Alright, hold on. Because that's, that's what I'm curious about. I'm betting 57 to 74. Oh, okay. Travis, do you want to place a bet? Ooh, I'm going to place my bet around 43. All right. Okay, so... God, sorry. 
They want me to enable ads. <laughs> I'm going to show you the Rotten Tomatoes score because I don't think they have it for the full show. Um, do they have it? But like they do have season? it by season. Okay. Oh, fucking refresh. Okay. Um, season one, eighty-seven percent. Okay. Season fifteen, no consensus yet. They stopped scoring it. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God! No. Okay. So season one, audience critic score is eighty-seven percent. Audience score is eighty-nine percent. Season mm-hmm. fifteen, um, crit. Uh, there's nine critic ratings and they're all at 100% which seems false to me and then the audience score is 70% and the very first review is a one star review and the review is one sentence and it's writers were in over their heads on this one (laughs) damn there's a lot to unpack there okay we'll go ahead and look at the we'll go ahead and look at the score for the season we're on now uh, season 8. 67% critic score. That's too high. What was season 7? A 100%. No, they didn't. It, there were only 5 okay. reviews, critic reviews, and um, mm. it looks like they were all like good. Let's see if there's a Metacritic score for it. Interesting. So, yeah, I this like it already is not putting a good taste on my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. This Walker um, show, ooh. Supernatural has a series meta score of seventy, but oh, wow. a seven point two for series user score, which is fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Usually, audience scores are a little bigger than better than critic scores, just because audience audiences aren't necessarily looking at the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes critics are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, season one wrong. is a fifty-nine. Holy shit! Uh, I think that season one's biggest problem is while there are gems, some of it is boring. Yeah, boring as shit. Yeah. The first episode has a six point four, so that's not too bad. That's yeah. pretty good. All right, um, let us get into let let's stop talking about whether or not we think Walker is going to make it. We'll, we'll revisit that at the end of the episode. <laughs> let's get into the series proper. How are we feeling about this one, lads? Oh, not great. Nope. Really, just not great. Um. This is ben. okay. I'm gonna say oh, this go at the top. Are you guys ready? I uh, hit me. Jared Padalecki has only been involved with things that start with fridging plots. <laughs> well, That's hold on, Golden Girls. Cool oh, okay. not Golden Girls. About... Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Okay, there's no <laughs> fridging in Gilmore Girls. I forgot about yeah. that. I forgot he was in Gilmore Girls. Goddamn. There's a lot of there. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, though. Like, so when I saw the trailer for Walker and found out that his wife died, I was like, oh, here we go again. Oh, yeah. 
I I was like holding it in not to tweet about it until we recorded this. Yeah. Because I just I wanted to I heard in a trailer. I heard it in a trailer from the Magnus Archives beginning of an episode of a Magnus Archives. Yep. It was like, when his wife dies of mysterious circumstances, I was like, they already fridged her! Like, they fridged her before the show started! The first two scenes of the show are her and Padalecki having, and wife is, by the way, played by Genevieve Padalecki, uh, a.k.a. Ruby 2, a.k.a. Jared Padalecki's real wife. Um, The first scene of the show is is her and Padalecki having a little cute moment before she goes off into the fucking desert. Scene two! Scene two is her dying! (laughs) They couldn't even get past act one of the five-act structure of television shows, not movies. Jesus Christ. And just the whole, like, the cheesiness of it, of just them constantly, like, trying to flash back and being like, hey, look, this guy's wife is dead and he's trying to deal with it. It's like, god, yeah. god damn it. All right, let I, me tell also, you. Also, his wife was wearing white. Just gotta point was, that out. you right. To go out to the desert, she was wearing white. What the fuck? Well, I mean, going out to the desert and wearing white, like, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, she was but still. To yeah, she was wearing white, and she went out to the middle of nowhere. Oh, to she die. might as well. She might as well be wearing a. T- she might as well have shot herself in the fucking head. She should have been like, "I love you all. Stay safe." Bam, done. That's it. She's dead. She should have been her? wearing a T-shirt that says, "Hi, my name is Emily, and I'm going to live forever." Okay. I was she was going to ask if y'all knew what her name was. It's Emily. I had to look it up on the wiki, though. I won't lie to you. <laughs> they might, might as well, well have just called her Genevieve. Like it they might as well called her. Ge- it doesn't matter. They. She might as well have driven off in a fridge. Like yeah. that's. That is how is just dead. A modified refrigerator with wheels yeah. on it. She gets that, in, that, lays down, closes the door, and it wheels off a cliff. Yep. <laughs> That is how dead on arrival this character is. Is you know, <laughs> you know what would have been way better for this. All right, let's say she drives out to the desert, right? And she she goes to this abandoned house, right? And then she hears a siren, a fucking nuke siren, and so she hops in a fridge. Uh, yes. And she's yes. on the phone with with Sam. I'm just going to call him Sam because fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and like just His talking name is in the title. Him. I don't give a shit. And <laughs> and so he's just trying to talk her through it, and then he hears the explosion, and the line goes dead. But then like everything else plays out the exact same the whole episode. But then the final oh the final scene of the episode is her kicking the fridge open, and then fade to black. Immediate cut to black. Just to be like a whole anti-fridge Ooh. sequence, you know, kind of like the Indiana Jones thing. She's a ghoul yeah. from. Yeah, it's a secret from like Fallout tie-in. Holy shit, guys! The biggest, the best thing this episode could have done is just turn out to be Amazon Prime's Fallout series. Fucking right! <laughs> Holy shit! That would have been fucking amazing. First of all, nobody wanted a Walker, Texas Ranger reboot. And this is barely a reboot. Apparently, okay, so I've actually seen, like, quite a bit of Walker, Texas Ranger, and I remember 
nothing about it. But it was a procedural crime drama starring Chuck Norris. It apparently mm-hmm. had a pretty conservative message. What this show has gotten rid of. There's a lot of um, like little liberally things in this show that we'll talk oh, yeah. about. And that is definitely like moving away from the original. Chuck Norris is a big Republican. Um, Texas is te- Texas. Texas yeah. is Texas. Texas, Texas is Texas. Texas. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's definitely like one of the changes they've made. But nobody wanted a Walker Texas Ranger reboot in the year of our Lord 2021. How did that come about? Who did this? I think I think Jared Padalecki spoke it into existence. I really feel like he did. I don't know how, but he did. It was developed by Anna Frick, who is married to Jeremy Carver. Ah, we can't. Good old Jeremy Carver. Jesus Christ. Okay. And she has, uh, she's a television writer, producer, who's worked on shows like Dawson's Creek, Everwood, Men in Trees, Privileged, and is the crew creator of Being Human, which she, the, the American uh, one, which she co-created right. with Jeremy Carver. I feel like you shouldn't say you co-created Being Human if it's based off of a British television show. Uh, co-created the American version, you know. Yeah. Kind of like how disingenuous. Kind of like how the American Office was created by Michael Shore or whatever. Yeah. All right. I mean, sure, but it feels it does feel a little. Uh, feels yeah. a little suspect. Um. I just yeah. No one was clamoring for this. Um. I don't know who this audience is meant to be. If it's not made up of. Supernatural fans interested in seeing what Jared Padalecki does next, because all the Walker Texas Rangers fans I know are my mom or dead. Yeah, uh, I think I think it was an excuse to put Jared Padalecki in a tight shirt and a cowboy hat. Which I, I mean, will say this this episode of this show made me want to do one thing, and that is wear a fucking cowboy hat. Correct. Yeah. I, I wanted a little sheriff's badge to put on you know, my button up. Yeah. You know what I did while watching this episode? I shopped for boots. Yeah. <laughs> Not you know what I want money, is boots. I want the double belt situation that the Rangers have going on. Because hmm. hey. they have their belt and then they have their gun belt. <laughs> Travis, you're from Texas. Yeah. Uh... In, give us a rating on how Texas this this episode was. It was pretty Texas. I'll give it. It was. I will say it's a thousand percent more Texas than that episode of Supernatural where they're supposed to be in Texas. Yeah, you mean the episode of Supernatural where there were trees and like hills? <laughs> yeah. The the episode of Supernatural that they said take took place in a suburb of Dallas. Yeah. Yes. Um, this Ugh. is set in Austin. Yeah. Um. I don't know that much about Austin. It is the more, like, liberally part of Texas, so they got that going for it. Mm-hmm. Um. 
But yeah, it's it's pretty Texas, I will say. Austin is a really cool town. Um or city. It's the capital of Texas. And yeah, it is super left uh, for the state. Um, and it's got a lot of uh, Hispanic influence, a lot of Mexican influence. Hmm. Um, when I, Whenever I have been in Austin, I will say I have not been out to the ranches a whole lot. Uh, but this episode has, I think, about 30 horses in it. Yeah. yeah fuck. If Jared Padalecki had ridden in on a horse, I would not have been surprised. Like, Did that's how about, cowboy they make him. Did we talk about Grambles being in this yet? Oh, no, shit, yeah. no, we didn't even mention that, yeah. Grambles yeah. is in there. Good old fucking... Mr. Campbell, cold on arrival Campbell's soup. Yeah, Agent Skinner, as yeah. I remember him being. Yeah, he's he's J Pad's dad. Yeah. Um and he does a good job being not caged and evil for once. Yeah. So I liked I liked him a lot. How does um how does J Pad do, like in the role of Walker? I think he does a pretty good job. Fuck that. Fuck that shit hard. It's just Sam trying to be Dane. That's all it goddamn is. Yeah, we need to talk about Walker's character. It's not yeah. good or well defined. It's because not J-Pad well. Okay, is a ba- no, 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 no. You changed the question. Jared okay, Padalecki. Jared Padalecki did a good job being this terrible character. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm, uh, no. Ocon fucking Trayer. J. Pads is a bad actor. It's also a bad character. He just no emotion. The only time it was believable is when his partner tackled that drug lord, and he was like giving her props. That was the only time I was like, you know what, this is fine. But even then, not great. Um, he. Okay, so I have said before that J. Pad is only as good as the material he's given. Yeah. This was not good material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Maybe it's maybe it's a reflection of like the work in and of itself. Yeah. Did, I, so his the partner that's the new captain I know from Burn Notice, and I like that guy. Yo, but, yeah, yeah. Just well, and also uh, Lindsay Morgan, who plays his partner. She's um, okay. So we're going to kind of get into a problem, an issue with Walker's character. So Lindsay Morgan is uh, plays um, Mickey. Mickey Ramirez is her last name. I think so. Yes, Mickey Ramirez, and she is. Walker's new partner, as well as has just been promoted to Ranger, and she is trying to prove herself, right? Um, Her family is kind of like, you know, you're not, the law is not on our side, and you're kind of betraying us by joining them, and also being, like, former military, that's kind of fucked up. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she's of uh, Hispanic descent, or she's Mexican, American and uh, she's 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 a woman and she's trying to like prove herself in this man's world, right? 
So they're trying to set up this buddy cop, classic buddy cop dynamic. You've got the loose cannon and the by the books, you know, person. Um, Ramirez is the by the books person. Walker's the loose cannon. But it doesn't really work because Walker's not loose cannon enough. Yeah. Oh, 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 I did. I wanted to get to that. Yeah. He's not loose enough. Like, I was expecting Jared Padalecki to be, like, kicking ass and chewing bubblegum. Oh, unhinged. And there was no ass or bubblegum. No. No. He's wound tighter than a cat's asshole. He punches, like, one dude and then gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, fuck. Jesus. Um, he's an alcoholic. Uh... Yeah. He wa- he's he's interested in figuring out who killed his wife and He's just yeah, he's just a sad boy with a dead wife. He's <laughs> he's a bad dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus Christ. He's I did become like, John. I did like how his mom his mom was giving him shade for being a absent father. Yeah. yeah. And there were characters in this in this episode that I liked. I actually am shocked to realize this, but I actually liked his kids, Stella and August. Oh yeah, I, liked I thought his kids I was gonna. And I liked his parents. Yeah, I liked his parents. Uh, I liked his brother. I liked um, Ramirez's uh, boyfriend. Yeah, the medic. Um, I liked Ramirez, kind of. She, uh, mm, she's so, a good actress. Uh, I, f- I feel like specifically Ramirez and Walker fell into a people don't talk like that syndrome. Yeah, everyone they did. did. Well, near damn everyone in like the Rangers corner, you know. Yeah, because even the even the captain like, really fell into that trap. Like, when they first see each other when he's back on the force, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I didn't go into this wanting to like it, either. I knew out the gate, this is just gonna be trash. I, yeah, I, I was I was trying to stay as neutral about it as possible. Mm-hmm. But then, it was like, Walker, by the CW and I was just like oh god here we go yeah this is not the CW's type of show this is not the type of show they do they do superhero stuff they do teeny teeny bopper stuff Mm. and then the drama all comes from this like deep interpersonal character work that is usually a little immature and soap opery right if mm-hmm. I think the I think the CW's bread and butter is basically YA stuff, yeah, basically yeah. just young adult stuff, and that's yeah. And thinking back on it, that's definitely what Supernatural could be categorized and probably at its best, maybe. But you can't really stack it up against like Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead. Well, maybe The Walking Dead. Uh, no, nah, I mean The Walking Bad. Dead is at least a. Adultier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm getting at is that you can't stack it up against stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's way more YA. I mean, you can compare Hunger Games to Harry Potter, but you can't compare Hunger Games to like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, uh, like fucking any other kind of movie. 
I really yeah. don't think YA stuff can be compared to other YA stuff. Yeah. Um, Walker, yeah, it definitely feels like an outlier for me. It's supposed to be a procedural crime drama, but... And there, not there's a whole an, lot of procedure. Not a whole no. lot of procedure. It was way... The answer was gotten to way too easy. Um, and there's, this, this pilot had too much going on. Uh, they had to set up the mystery surrounding Emily's death. They had to set up Walker and his, you know, the issues he has with his family and how he's a bad dad, an alcoholic who can't move past, like, his wife dying, and there's a mystery there. They had to set up their relationship between Walker and Ramirez, and then they had to actually include the one-episode mystery that is, impl- that is, it's hinted that it ties into Emily's death, whatever that is, and also some cartel stuff, and I'm sure it'll come back, but it's too much. The one-off mystery surrounds a deputy being attacked in the desert? Um, um, no, just an officer who got attacked during just a routine traffic stop. Yes. And they... Uh, find out that he was attacked by a brother and sister who run this charity that is actually a front for heroin track like tracking Um, oh there's also a large amount of this episode set up to dealing with like Walker's um, religious issues which I thought Uh. was very the thing that interested me most about his character, as far as, like, me being an atheist is concerned, was the fact that Walker is not cool with God. Yeah. Um, it also set up issues with his daughter being rebellious. Yeah. It's like oh. they they crammed a season's worth of problems into an episode. Right. Yeah. And they needed to slow down. Not everything has to come out at once. Yeah. Um, there is this, this subplot with the daughter where she uh, has this friend, her and her friend get picked up for possession. And then, like, the friend, it turns out, is, you know, her family is there illegally. So the, the daughter runs away from school. Stella is her name. And I did like her as a character. And I thought she was a good actress, but, like, it was just too much. Also, though, by the way, gay. Gay. The daughter is so gay. Um, If she ends up not being a lesbian, I'm going to be shocked. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. She, like, if not, it's just kind of, I feel dirty saying queer baited, but that's what it feels like if she's not. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. She she definitely will be one hundred percent. And there was another gay character this episode too. Um, Walker's brother. Yeah. Oh, I did not catch that. Yeah, it was stealth, but he has a husband. He makes a comment about like my two dads. I don't know if blah 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 is ready for my two dads. Yeah, I did not catch that at all. Yeah, it was it was very it was a blink and you miss a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, so. so, can we talk about how bad the fight choreography was? <sighs> it was nigh unwatchable. It, was, it wasn't It was just that the choreography was bad. It was that 
the camera work was bad too. It's like they were trying to avoid having to do fight choreography. It was flat and uninteresting. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like the camera was just cutting around trying to avoid looking at people punching each other. It was awful. And especially for like I feel like I don't I have no preconceived notions about what Texas Walker Texas Ranger used to be like. But I feel like Yeah. Ray Steven Seagal. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of kind of fight choreography, wasn't there? I'm from what I vaguely remember and also what my brain is filling in based on what I know about Chuck Norris. Yeah, because like from what I know about Chuck Norris is he was like kind of a kung fu guy. Yeah, and that was part Lee in a of movies. And that was kind of part of Walker Texas Ranger too. Like he kind of did. Mm. There was some like fighting going on, and yeah. I was like, I was ready to see Jared Padalecki kick some ass, and there was no ass kicking because you also didn't see any ass kicking because of the asinine camera work. It just, I don't know if J-Pad's, like, he's just gotten old. Because Jerry Padalecki is a pretty fit dude. I'm I'm 95% sure he's supposed... He is... I think that's a thing he that looks, I've learned through osmosis. He looks pretty fit. Yeah. But I think in, in the episode, um, The French Mistake, they make a reference to how Jared Padalecki is, like, super into, like, working out and eating healthy and shit. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just like he's older and he's had some injuries while he was on Supernatural, and um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. It could be that. Yeah. I, I just, I guess, I, I was trying to come into this episode as neutral as possible. My only expectations were there should be, at least in my brain, there was like there should be, um, some fucks and some fucking Texas shit and some good fight choreography. And that's all I wanted, and I really only kind of got the Texas shit. Um, I would say I completely agree with that, Travis. Um, it's the only other thing I would expect from an episode of Walker is a fucking mystery. Yeah. Like a, like, and I'm sorry, that little heroin thing was not was not enough to think, well, they to get me interested. They should have saved the heroin thing for episode two and yes. set up his wife dying more. Like, that, they should have set up that season-long yes. mystery or series-long mystery more than they set up a rinky-dink heroin ring mystery. And they should have cut out the shit with the daughter. You have one scene where she's basically like, oh, hi, fuckface, to her dad, and then mm-hmm. that's it for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Like, pace that shit out. It's a, it's a CW show. It's got at least 16 episodes. Why are you in such a rush? Yeah. Like, focus on... on getting a hook to get us interested. The entire time I watched it, I just kept thinking about Supernatural's pilot, and, because that's the only other pilot I've ever seen, and, uh... (laughs) I just kept thinking about, like, by the time Supernatural's pilot was over, I had to know what happened to Jess and Mary. Um, Mm -hmm. I was so taken in 
by the fact that there is this demon that has been pursuing without any other details, or I didn't even know it was a demon at the time, but there's this monster that has just been pursuing this family for 20 years just to fuck with it, apparently. I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. Include a couple of, like, sassy lines of dialogue and, a, and, a good, and some good character shit for me to get into, and I'm in. Honestly, Walker's main problem for me was the fact that it was boring. Yes. And that's the worst thing any creative media can be. Yeah. Is boring. I, w- I would rather it be bad. Yeah. Be bad so it's at least fun to make fun of you. Yes. Yeah. Like this isn't even fun to goof on because there's nothing there's nothing to goof yeah. on because it's just so bleh. Yeah, exactly. So boring. Just Mm. Yeah. And the dialogue was by the fucking numbers. The yeah. only person whose dialogue I liked was actually the mom because she yeah. had some like sage wise wise words of wisdom about parenting that I, mm-hmm. I, I appreciated. I yeah. did appreciate the conversation that Sam and the son had, little Augie. Yes. Like I thought that was genuine, like at the end. Yes. But yeah. That was really the only one that really stuck out to me is okay. And everything the mom like said with pretty much everybody that she interacted with was kinda great. Yeah. But, and I did um I wanna talk about why I liked the teen the teenage the kids. Hmm. Do y'all have any question did y'all have any opinions about them? <laughs> I mean yeah, they I were the fine. kids fine, yeah. Yeah, I, I normally hate children in, in, like, it's most of the time teens and, like, younger kids. Well, that covers, like, all kids. But I don't <laughs> like children in media. These kids were fine. Um, I liked them because they were reversals of what we usually see. Yes. Not, not so much with the teenage daughter, but Augie, or August is his full name, and they call him Augie because they want me to hate them. Um... <laughs> The nickname is dumb. That's the one thing I didn't like. But Augie's like 14 years old. And he has become, in the time since their mom's death, he has become the people pleaser. The person who is trying to keep the peace. Who is going to do anything Mm -hmm. to convince everyone else that it's okay. And we don't usually see that with teenage boy characters. And I appreciated that change. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was really nice. I relate to that a lot. And I appreciate the fact that one of the other characters is like, Augie is basically cracking under the stress and you need to actually show the fuck up and be a dad so he doesn't end up at a mental institution in two years. Yeah. It'll be great for, this is going to be, this is, he's going to pad some therapist's wallet in about ten years if you don't get your shit together. (laughs) Uh, can I pitch to you why his nickname might be a pun? Hit, hit yes. me with it. So, uh, as you know, Texas loves their football. Uh, oh, it's a big, fucking Aggie reference. Yeah, it's a reference to Texas A&M Aggies. Oh, no. At least that's that's what I thought when they kept saying his name as Augie. I could see like, that. Yeah, that's, that's where my brain went as a Texan. I was just like... Oh, you know, yeah, Augie, like the Aggies. 
right, listeners. I mean, it's also really dumb, but I think that might have been a little bit more behind the process. Maybe. I bet you're right. Yeah, you're probably right. Listeners, I want you to take note. Thank you, Travis, for because I was like, how do I bring this up? Thank you, Travis, for demonstrating what I'm about to say. Listeners, especially if you're outside of the United States, you know how Travis just called himself a Texan? That's the most Texas shit right there. Every Texan I know. And they could have just been born there and then lived their entire life outside of the state is obsessed with the fact that they are from Texas. They cannot shut the fuck up about it. You know how, like, I'm queer and I have to mention it every 2.5 seconds? That's how Texas is with Texans. Uh, I actually did a pretty non-Texan thing recently. Can I tell you all about this? Did you eat chili and beans together? Did you cook them together? Well, no. My mom tried to give me a belt buckle that had a scorpion inside of it, and I did not take it. Bro, that's red as fuck. Yo, Uh, can I have that belt buckle? That sounds cool as shit. (laughs) Oh, See, if so if you are an, an outside of the United States, a non-US fan who is watching Walker Te- Walker, I keep being like Walker Texas Ranger, Chuck Norris, baby. Um, but if you're watching Walker as a non-US fan and you're like, why the fuck are they obsessed with the fact that they're from Texas? That shit is true to life, okay? Yeah. That is true to life. Um Speaking of belt buckles, there's one joke that is uh, a little sus. Um, and it, okay, so I want to talk about the show's politics for a second. I don't think the show knows what kind of politics it it wants to have. Yeah, it wants to be liberal, but then it has some jokes that are a little uh, sus. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, there's a little bit of a, a white savior narrative going on with Walker, um, which is... That's a thing. It feels yeah. very much like they're setting him up to be, like, one of the good ones. Like, you know... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, well, uh, I mean, it's a crime procedure. The main characters are cops. Of course it's right. gonna have to be like this. Yeah, true. Um... It, uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely more liberal than its predecessor. Um, it's tackling issues of like race and illegal immigration right from the start. Um, Ramirez being a Mexican American is mentioned more than once, and she talks about how her heritage plays into like her character and her decisions. And then there's this scene. So she has a belt buckle. Um, and there is a little cute little moment between her and her boyfriend, or not boyfriend. Uh, it's it's unclear their relationship, but he clearly wants something more. Um, and he's the medic we referenced earlier, and I do like him uh, as a character. And he's like, you know, pulling her at her belt buckle, and like, ooh, where'd you get this? You're all uniformed up, baby. And. Um, he Trey is his name Trey Bar- uh, Barnett Mickey's response is a 
uh, felon made this for 39 cents an hour. And Trey's response is, oh, that's bad. Which agreed. (laughs) But it happens in like a cute little sexy scene. It was like flirting and shit. Yeah, that was strange. I feel like there's a little dissonance here. I get where you're going with, but like... Why are you going this way? Turn around. So, I'm interested... Well, I'm not interested. I'm curious to see... Well, I'm not even curious. Walker's gonna do some stuff with its politics to try to separate it from its predecessor, and it will either work or it won't work, and uh, won't that be interesting to explore, maybe? Yeah, I I feel like it's either gonna work or it's gonna try too hard. I think the latter is way more possible. Yeah, yeah. I think this show is going to crush under its own weight. I don't. From this first outing, I don't have a lot of faith in this show. Um, is there maybe anything else we want to talk about? Any final thoughts? Maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's going to last 30 seasons. And Jared mm. Padalecki will die while, while filming the show. Maybe. <laughs> Dark. But I doubt it. Maybe, um, you know, what's a possibility is that, uh, my prediction says this show's going to last for one season. Hmm. Are we taking bets? I say we just decide whether or not it's going to, if it's going to last only a season or if it's going to get canceled. Or it's either going to last a season or it's going to get canceled is what I'm getting at. Uh, it's gonna be a season, but how long is that season gonna be? I'm saying 16. Do you think it'll get renewed for a second? (sighs) Outlook uncertain. (laughs) You know, no one calls me this, but I've always kind of wanted my friends to call me no Stradamus, because I'm really bad at predicting things. Um, I can't share any of my major supernatural predictions that have not gone correct, that have not happened because Travis, uh, but let's just say I never thought in a million years that Joe Biden was going to win the election. And here I am, egg on my face, putting on my clown shoes and my clown makeup. Oh man. I'm going to guess it lasts a season and maybe gets renewed for a second season, but probably not. I'm gonna guess it'll. I'm, I'm gonna guess this is a one season outing. Okay. You know what would blow my mind and would get me back watching the show? That Chuck Norris was the main villain. <gasps> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. would actually get me in. <laughs> yeah. Do they have the balls to do it? Probably fucking not. Honestly, and if, if if a big part of his villainy is the fact that he's, like, a conservative, I'm in. Oh, God, if he was, like, a judge or somebody. Oh, my God. Because it's established that the wife had a, had a camera. We I don't remember what she did for a job. Maybe she saw something she wasn't supposed to. Like a judge, played by Chuck Norris, getting drugs, a prostitute, something... You can win nefarious. me back, show. You can yeah. win me back. <laughs> if they do that, yeah, that'd be cool as hell. Or he's like an it. oil tycoon, or like a politician, or something. 
Oh, yeah. all of that could tie together. Yeah. yeah. He's a wealthy businessman. Or Maybe something. he's like yes. a Texas senator who supports a government insurrection. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh my God. You can win <laughs> me back. Do you hear me, CW? Do you hear me, Walker? No, they don't hear you. No, they, Our they don't. Our plays are falling on deaf ears. If yeah. the season Big Bad is just a proxy for Ted Cruz, it'll hook me. Oh, oh, if the, oh if my the, God. If the Big Bad is just the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess we should mention this before we sign off. Uh, Emily's death is suspicious because her eyes were closed like somebody was putting her to rest and her um, she was had a poker chip. Do you want to know who I bet is... I, I actually have a big bad prediction. Do you want to know who I think it is? Poker Sam's man. old partner. Yes. The, ben, yes. I think it's the former partner turned boss. I bet you're right. Uh. Yeah. And I think he might be working for somebody else, but I think he's the one who killed Emily. Nice. I bet you're yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, okay, uh, I, I made. I wouldn't bet my future, but I would bet something. I bet that poker chip on it. I would bet that poker chip on it now. <laughs> Once I take it from Genevieve Pelleggi's cold dead hands. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, dark. Dark. One of my last questions is: we de- we didn't really know what she did for a living, right? Like, she took shit out to people in the desert. Was she just? That's a all I got. Courier. You know, I think she was a. I think she was a mom and a good wife. Yeah, good enough. A good wholesome wife. I don't know. Maybe we'll find. Out. We didn't really. We don't really find out about much about Genevieve Padalecki or Emily yeah. this episode, other than the fact yeah. that she's a good mom and a good wife. I guess if we if we hear it, we'll find out next time on Hey Walker. But no, oh, no, no. <laughs> making this a thing. No. no, unless you want it to be a thing, listeners, you can change yeah. our minds. Go to yeah, Patreon.com/slash/habcast. Let's put let's put a bounty on it. Let's put a fucking bounty on it. 50 to 80 bucks and we'll do the next episode. How about that? <laughs> That's a little much. I don't think... I think if it's we, fair. We'll, I think it's fair. You know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, ruminate on it and we can um, make it one of our, like, if we get up to this many patrons, if we get up to this much money per episode, we'll do this or something like that. Yeah. We'll make it a Patreon. Exactly. So. But until then, nothing. This is it. Scraps, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we're into a week two of our hiatus. Week three. Week three. Um, so we'll be back soon with a new episode of Habcast. But until then, you're just gonna have to kind of hang out with this. I think I got her sign off for this. Have fun and don't walk. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to share another announcement, but yeah, we could go off on that. I'll just put it on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> later. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Okay.